You are now listening to Raise the W, recorded at the School of Communication inside the Hickey Audio Lab on the beautiful campus of Western Michigan University. Come aboard and hear the people, stories, and impact of Western Michigan University. Here's your host, Tim Tarantine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Raise the W, the podcast where we celebrate Western Michigan University, our university. I'm a little biased, but I think it's the greatest university in the land. And I'm happy today to have on the podcast with me Miss Amy Seth. She is Director of University Recreation right here at the best place in the land. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. That's the best intro I've had all day. So that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I know you get introduced a lot. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I do. So we're going to talk about recreation uh, here on campus, and it's something pa- that I'm passionate about. I know you are, but let's put you in context before that happens. Okay. Describe for us the, the neighborhood you grew up in. Uh, let's see. Well, I grew up in Boulder, Colorado, so Ooh, I am beauty. active, uh, mountains. We were busy all the time. People didn't ask you, you know, what do you, you know, what's your job? They were like, what are you into? So mm. it was about you as a person and what, what were you about? Wow. So that's what my neighborhood was like. We played outside all the time. There was sure. always something to do. No matter the season. No matter the season. And did you were you one of those lucky people that woke up in the morning, walked out of the house, and saw mountains? And yes. Saw, right out uh, our front doors. Oh, it's so, so and we we didn't live in the mountains. We lived in the, what's known as the foothills, and so okay. you looked out towards the mountains. Oh. So you could see Long's Peak, or you could see one of the peaks that was snow capped. So, in a day's time, you could be outside in the snow and then down without any snow in the area so yeah great place to grow up and did you go you finished through k-12 there in boulder i did and then where'd you go so then i went to school in kansas ah from boulder to kansas yeah so so everybody says why did you do that that's a great pathway there this tells you how i got to who i am today so part of it is i was an athlete but not a great athlete okay big high school if I wanted to play college sports, which was a dream of mine, in order to do it, I was going to have to go to a smaller school. And what were you playing? Volleyball, basketball, softball. All and three. S- softball was AAU. It hadn't made it to a high school sport yet, so okay. I'm kind of dating myself on my we age. We won't tell. It's just you and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, but while I was younger, in that 13 to 15 age, I played in the, what's like an AAU nowadays. So we traveled and were mm. sponsored So I caught the bug of what it was like to probably be a college athlete, and I made my mind up, I want to be a college athlete. That's what you want to do, yeah. So I go to Kansas, small little private college. I think my high school was bigger than the college. Okay. And there I started playing, and then I realized, what does one do who's not a great athlete? I'm not going to make it to the Olympics. They they weren't paying women back then. Sure, yeah. So where are you going to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. where are you going to go? And so uh, one of my professors, and this is a lesson that has forever touched me, that professor talked to me and said, yeah, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know. I said, I'm studying recreation, physical education. Those were the, you know, everyone was to be a teacher. And next thing I know, he's like, how about coming out and working intramurals? Wow. And I, I said, well, what do I know about that? And he says, well, you... No sports, so you would certainly know how to call, well, to give you some training. And my first game, which I was 
mostly with men. Most of my field has been with men. Sure. Uh, I had some heavy lifting guys who helped me out, paved the way for me, and I caught the bug. I was doing football, basketball. Hockey's the only one I, I never actually learned to skate and do that, but wow. I pretty much did the other ones. And wow. So fast so you forward. Were all in. I was all in. And, and you're I still traded, all in. yeah, and I traded the thought of, you know, especially at a Division I school like Western, these are our elite athletes. And there's a place for the high school student who can make that level. But then there's a whole batch of students who, if they come to a Division I top school, they may not get to play at that level. So enter in, you know, university recreation, intramural sports, club sports. And now everybody, everybody can find a place to be a champion. And actually, though the numbers will tell you that ninety percent, ninety-five percent, I think, or something like that, of the, of the students who play in high school don't play in college. Right. It's a very small number that move right. on to play, but they show up on our campuses. And they're competitive, and they want right. to play, and they want to continue, or they want to take their skill. They're tired of that, and they want to get into something new they've never discovered. So that's part of the learning and the development that we do with the students. Wow. So you got you. Anybody who knows Amy Seth who's listening today, if you've bumped into her, you know her passion for her students. You know her passion for university recreation. You know her passion for students and their health and well-being. Um, and it's clear now to me why. You got this bug honest. Like, it, yep. you, it's in your being. Right. And I can see that. I can feel it. It's tangible when, when in your presence. Uh, and that passion correlates into why our programs are so outstanding in university recreation and what you've been able to work with a great team of people to build. Great team. Um, Take us into your world. What's it like today with this generation to do university recreation? In the world of video games, social media, phones, et cetera, you know, the the rhetoric about this group of generations is they don't do anything physical. They're in their screens all day. Um, We're going to talk about a cool program you have that have mashed those two things. But in general, what's it like today? So I I think that where students are today is they're more health conscious in Mm. a different way. Tell me more. So um, I I think about our living learning communities on campus. We actually have a healthy living learning community. Those students want to live next to those who think and act like them. Like healthy living. Healthy living. Yep. Yep. And so, um, you know, we have all these pockets all over campus. Mm. Uh, so students are active. They're actively engaged. They are, um, you know, we have 328,000 entries into the building every year. That's a into lot. Into the rec center. Yeah. Jeez. So that's a lot of people coming to do different things. What's changed over my years is it's not traditional sports anymore. Students want to they want more activity. They want uh, they want to be the varsity athlete, and so we dive into club sports. So I think of varsity sports are one level, club sports is the next level, and then intramurals. Yeah. Intramurals means intra within the walls of the university. Those students compete mostly on campus. Club sports is the next level. Many of them are coached. Uh, they have regular practices. Sometimes they are completely run by students. And we have everything from ultimate Frisbee to high-end yeah. uh, synchronized skating who travels internationally. Are you kidding me? No, they're awesome. They, they, were, they were a club sport, then went varsity, and then came back to club. 
And they still function. They How are, is all that funded? How do you well, pay for club sports? So it's, or maybe that's how Bronco Nation yeah, can help, right? That's how Bronco Nation can help. You two can sponsor and be a, you know, our bass fishing group goes out and tries to find sponsorship. So, you know, for that person who loves to fish. Why didn't you tell me this, that and, there was a bass fishing group yeah, now? Now you got to be a part of that Am I not eligible? Group. Have I lost all my eligibility? You still got eligibility. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure the guys and gals would love oh, to I have you. Oh, I joined the bass fishing group now. That'd and, be fun. And they have the coolest jerseys ever. And they are on TV. You know, it's a big sport. The what? NCAA wants to grab a hold of them, and they're saying, no, we want to keep it a pure club atmosphere. So, so these our students, students are active. Oh, yeah. Our students can go to a national-level tournament playing club sports. At the intramural level, they can play against other schools when we do a regional basketball tournament. We've hosted one of those. So there's all kinds of ways we're – we're now bumping into some areas where we're running out of space for our students yeah. to play at home. We haven't increased uh, the, well, we have grass fields all over campus except for Waldo Stadium, and our varsity programs are pretty busy with that. And so one of our goals is to turn the IM fields into a complete turf, turf field so we can get rugby on there. We can get lacrosse on there. We can get flag football on there. We can bring our men's and women's soccer. Because if you tear up the grass, you get mud. And you get well, as soon as you have, you know, 60, 70 flag football teams on it, there's nothing left for any other sport to be on there. So it just can't handle the use. Yeah. So when we're building these new uh, south neighborhood, I'm fighting for green space. I just think it'd be so <laughs> cool to yeah. have one field that the students could come and sit and watch other and students play. Yeah, do their yeah. thing. And then we could use it for uh, other events. Sure. But So you um, asked me how the clubs are funded. Right now they're funded by themselves. So through the Student Activity Fund, uh, we get about 9% of the cut of that, and that's what we allocate out to the students. Are there opportunities for outside sponsors? So if there's an alumnus who loves uh, archery. Mm-hmm. We have a club group. Could they be? Could they sponsor that group? Absolutely. So I just had a phone call from somebody who's interested in the sailing club. Yeah. They have a passion. They love sailing. They want to find a way that they can be involved. Well, the students currently use the boats out at Gull Lake. They have to pay for the rental of that. Anybody who wanted to donate money towards that, uh, they we have accounts set up through development to actually yeah. do that, and then we make sure that those funds are then allocated out to the students for the That's things awesome. that they need. So there's all kinds of opportunity. It could be as simple as somebody who has what about companies? A farm companies, but just an yeah. individual who says, well, you know, I don't, I'm not a big company, but maybe you know somebody who has farm and garden place and you could help us get some fencing. So the lacrosse guys and gals, when they're throwing the balls around, they're not losing them into the woods. We build a, an area that allows a uh, post area that allows for that netting to catch the ball so they don't go into the woods. It's that simple. And I can yeah. tell you if somebody has an idea and, and they want to see what our club sports are, they can go to the website and just look up club sports and you'll see there's 26 clubs out there. I know that we have a whole huge running community here in Kalamazoo oh and beyond. Yes. And we have cross country coming back. Um, we have a racquetball club. You know, there's a 
There's a ton of clubs. That's awesome. So there's always an opportunity. Let, let me, let me, uh, I, I, it's an obvious question, but the way the national rhetoric is going, it might not be so obvious. You know, they say common sense is not yeah. always so common. Right. Why is recreation important still? Why is that, why is that area, right? Right. So, so here's the piece. We're, we're not winning the, the game at, at keeping people healthy. Our health care system is mm-hmm. out of control. And so many things that we have going on in our lives can be prevented by yeah. just moving. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different ways to move. And so it's, it's not that you have to be a huge athlete, but that's one way. On campus, how we really impact it is, I know that you've had conversations about students and the ability to have some grit and to Absolutely. stay in school, right? Yes. And mental yeah. health Resilience. issues, resiliency. Absolutely. Well, anybody who is involved in working out, playing a sport, you're flexing that muscle constantly. You don't give up. You're in the game. You're in the activity. Yeah. It's the piece that, that keeps you there. Um, we are definitely, you know, we match up with the university in terms of learner-centered. Yeah. We employ over 200 student employees. Yeah. They're learning. They're personal trainers. I got a staff of six and a half. I'm probably the half. Yeah. I <laughs> and, understand. And they are learning. They manage the building. We're open 91 hours a week. We yeah. are true student development. Yeah. At its core. No question. No question. I cheat. I come into the Student Recreation Center. That's where <laughs> I work out. And I was a part of this crazy thing that you and your team, I'm walking in this event. I can't remember. I was up in the Bernhardt Center, second floor, and uh, your team jumps out and he goes, Tim, <laughs> we've got this new thing. It's called F45. You got to do it, man. You got to come see it. And so here I am. I'm a new leader on campus. I'm trying to be more supportive of all the areas. I want to learn. I want to be, you know. Right. I, I want to be a good citizen. On, and I'm back at home. I want to meet people. So I get up. It's, you know, 5-something in the morning. There's an F45 class at 630. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. But members of the team, Beth meets me at the door. Yeah. And says, hey, welcome. Come on in. And I go, what am I getting myself into? I experienced a near-death experience uh, in F45. It's 45 minutes of circuit training. But the cool thing is it's led by both people and technology. Yep. Right? There's screens that show you how to do the activities while you got people to, oh, I mean, your team in F45 is amazing. But this this working out in 45 minutes, pushing yourself to different levels, the class was sold out. And it has been, which is why we're expanding the space. Tell me more about how you got into F45 and why Western is a leader in that space. All right. Well, I have to credit my staff who, you know, Beth and Chris, who yeah. who saw it at a conference and said, we got to have this. Both of whom kicked my natural behind <laughs> yeah. when I got in there. Let me so, And they are so committed. It's truly changed the dynamics in the department because students and staff are really playing next to each other, participating, and you can't worry about what you're doing because you're working so fast and so hard yeah. in order to do it. So to give people that sense, the the room is set up to have some TVs, has a coach and a personal trainer in there working the room to make sure that people who are in these pods working out doing various functions, such as you have weights, 
You have kettlebells, uh, ropes, sleds. Never done so many squats in my life. Squats. Uh, you've got core work. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we're really unique in that we're the first school in Michigan and the sixth in the country to have this program. That's so awesome. we were part of the pilot. Uh, to get it going in the colleges and universities. Michigan State was just down today. See, got a got a Party came us. to see what Sparty old Broncos doing, came to see doing, what huh? we were about. Uh-huh. Got to replicate us. So. Yeah, I get it. So uh, it, it's a great experience, and we have had students just waiting, and now we're doing research with it. And then our virtual reality lab on campus came in and wanted to shoot it and then have our journalism students create a functional lab out of it. And so something that's so simple as a workout space is Mm. morphed into another area that others are interested in. Yeah. But this whole idea about working out quickly at a high intensity is tough. Yeah. It's not made for everybody, that's for sure. But you're encouraging each other. You were hanging. (laughs) I was hanging, Amy. You were there. I wasn't hanging well, but I was hanging. (laughs) But you've... You, you shared in a unique experience, I like did. you all went through the struggle together and then walked out of it kind of saying, wow, we did that. And yeah. every day it's a different workout, yeah. never the same. It's either strength or it's cardio or a combination. And I'm telling, like, I, I, my biggest concern was, you know, I'm a vice president here, <laughs> right? And I, I didn't see a lot of other Adult, it was mostly students, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, they're going to look at Fred Sanford over here in the back, <laughs> calling for Elizabeth in the back, in the back, you know, hurting. I'm dragging air. I'm trying to move and jump on these boxes and do all kinds of stuff I haven't done since I was 15. And the environment was so supportive. Just this week, I saw somebody from class who runs up to me and says, hey, man, we miss you. Yep. Now, for them to come tell old Fred Sanford, we miss you. That's something special. It's special. And it's hard right? to tell And it tell wasn't because people. I was the best in the class. It was because we did it together. That's exactly right? it. That's exactly it. And so this concept of building community is so critical. There's a place for everybody to belong, yeah. and there's a place for you to be. And once you attend something like that, so I'm partially injured right now, yeah. trying to work through an injury, yeah. not from that, but... Yeah. And I feel left out. That's right. They're having all the fun with that. Right. And, and they're talking about it. Yeah. They're like, I wonder what the workout's going to be today. Hey, I didn't see you in class. And yeah. so there have been several places I've been around campus, and I'll just ask, have you tried F45? And somebody will say, oh, yeah, I take it at night. I'm one of the nighttime groups. And so they find their group, and they get into it. It's a really unique program. Yeah. I, it's, it's from Australia, so it's, sure. it's globally. It's, uh, it yeah, it's cool. It's experience. really, really if you cool. You have an experience that you should. It's really. Well, we would l- love to have some of our alums and our listeners come by if they've never tried it to get a hold of me. And I'm coming we'll by. Away. Good. I'm coming. You know, this right kneecap is going to heal. It uh, will. They, I went to the eye doctor. They, and they, they said, make I a wrap on it, too. Well, that's what I heard. I just don't want them yeah. to take a laser to it. No. Yeah. No, we don't want to <laughs> go there yet. <laughs> so, you, I, I tell you, I'm really impressed at what's happening in student recreation. And I think. That as the university continues to focus on um, learning more about our students and our population every day, we'll we'll learn from from the students, from the staff. These people who are your your team, it's a young group of people. Yeah. Right. They see health, as you said, through a different lens, and they are leading, and it's yeah. it's really impressive. I hope that um, we continue to get that support. And for those who are listening today, 
Uh, this is a real opportunity for you to get engaged in things that are fun, that build community, that help students retain. And quite frankly, uh, it's just a plain good old time to have fun and be healthy and work together to learn those necessary skills we all need uh, to be successful in the world. And you, uh, my friend, are leading the pack. So well, thank, thank you for you. your work. Thank you. Uh, if you want to know more about Amy and the work going on at University Recreation, you can go to mywmu.com slash raise the W. And we have a link there that will take you right to the work of University Recreation. If you want to be a sponsor today or help students or maybe you want to sponsor a club team, maybe you have an area of interest that you're wondering, I wonder if students are doing that today. Well, chances are we are. And if not, I know Amy and her team can help figure it out. So please, ma'am, please, sir, as you think about the support that you have or the things you want to get involved with, university recreation is a great choice for all of us to be involved with. It helps us all get more healthy. Uh, Amy, thanks for being on board today. Thank all of you for listening today. Uh, if you're out and about today in the grocery store, maybe you're with a bunch of screaming kids in the middle of the mall, calm down first, take a breath. Turn around and tell somebody about Western, about the great place that it is, it's great people, and all the impact it has on the world today. If you do that, you'll help us all to raise the W.